Welcome to the Fearless Feature Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine McCourt, Transformational Life and Business Coach. Today's episode, I want to talk about chasing your dreams and not the title. There's a very big difference here. So let's dive in and figure it out. Chasing a title for status or proof of accomplishment, in my eyes, is a bit of a facade. Chasing what you can do and represent while occupying a title means so much more. So titles are so subjective to industry, level of business, KPIs, which are key performance initiatives for those who don't know, and the list continues. So think about people who have titles. For example, you are a CEO, but are you a CEO of a business that you are the sole person in? or maybe a handful of people versus a company that is a large organization with over a thousand people and an international brand, let's say. So there's a very big difference. That's why I say it's quite subjective in terms of what titles actually mean. So think about that. And you are also not defined by your title. You're not defined by oh, I'm a CEO or I'm a director or a VP. You're defined by what you do and how you be when you're in that role. As William Aruda, who is a senior contributor for Forbes.com states, focus on your talents, not your title. So the great resignation, as we know, occurred over the last year and employees have been leaving at an alarming rate from jobs for a variety of reasons. And through research that PEWResearchCenter.org did in 2022, here are top five reasons to why this is happening. So one is low pay, no opportunity for advancement, felt disrespected at work, childcare issues, and lack of benefits. But there's another component to why people are dissatisfied in their job. And this goes beyond the perks and what's listed above. Although those things absolutely contribute to why people are not happy within their jobs, there is something more. And the pandemic has allowed us to take that pause and reflect on what really matters to us. And it's led some to realizing that what they are actually doing, meaning the tasks that they do every day in their job, just isn't satisfying enough. So this has to do with what they are doing in the company and within their specific role. It has to do with a lack of meaning or alignment with things like their values and with how they work naturally. So when we say how you work naturally, it's your purpose, your flow, what uniquely drives you to succeed. Most of us have been there reaching for the top. I know I've done it, hoping for the promotion, gaining a title to gain further respect amongst our peers and within our industry, or simply put, to feed our egos. It's how we've been taught to play the career game, to be successful, to win at life. Yes, better pay generally comes along with this, and that is incentive enough, right? But then why is there a percentage of those who reach these goals or executive levels and gain the title, yet often feel a lack of satisfaction once they get there? So it has to do with who they are and goes beyond what's lacking within the company offerings. So to better find satisfaction in the new role, you must first do the groundwork to ensure that it is what you really want. So a lot of us get caught up with just, oh my God, yes, I'm going to progress in my career, hitting a new challenge, I get this new title, likely comes with good pay. 
But do you really take a moment to really consider how your day-to-day is going to change? So for example, if you love helping clients or maybe selling solutions and you reach the next level, which is likely a management role, then will this truly satisfy you? Do you truly understand what the new role is and what's involved on that day-to-day basis? It's never going to perfectly align with all the areas of what defines satisfaction for you, but clarifying what it is, then figuring out how you can best mold it into or create something that aligns with you and your talents is really a great place to start. You know, there's a lot of people that you probably could find through research that have actually given up a promotion because they've done this groundwork and recognize, you know what, maybe that promotion isn't really going to work for me after all. So here are some proven ways to help you in deciding if the next level or new role is actually right for you. So number one, understand your values. How do they align in the new role or company? So think about the company's values. Think about the values of the individuals or the clients that you'll be working with in that role. And how do they stack up to yours? Number two is what drives you. So there's never going to be a job that's going to be 100% perfect and 100% every day you're going to be happy doing these tasks. There's always going to be an element of tasks that you will do begrudgingly or not really love, but you know that just goes hand in hand with that specific role and that's fine. But you want to make sure that it's obviously less than 80% of your role that's actually taking up that energy. So number three is what is your personal mission, your calling, your purpose? How does this new role empower you to express this? So if you're not sure what your purpose or your calling or your mission is, there are ways that you can look into tapping into it and understanding what it is. So take some time to research that. What's the ability for you to create what works best for you in this role while delivering what's expected? So is there a bit of autonomy in this role? Is it, um, you know, do you report to leaders who are open to you creating what you see is right for this role versus falling into a role and they say, great, you're in this role, follow this formula and you'll be fine. Number five is assess what the development opportunity is within this role to help you get to where you want to go within this position. So that's important. You know, you get a role that's already development for you. So there is that element at the very beginning. But once you've had this role for a year or two, then what does the development look like beyond that? And is there support from the company to help you develop into more within that role or to prepare you for the next level up? So do your research. Talk with others in similar job titles or those who have occupied this exact position and have them break down how their time is spent amongst the deliverables. Sometimes people are not even aware of how much time they spend in their role on certain tasks. So get to the nitty gritty and find that out. And does this resonate with who you are or does it turn you off? Because if if they're describing this role to you and you're like, oh, I don't know if that's really what I want to be doing half of my day or half of my month, then you might want to really rethink what is the true reason for taking this new title. So how can you enter the role with a different approach that's unique to you, yet gains the same results 
that are expected from this position. Again, going back to how much autonomy and flexibility is in this role for you to create what you see would make it successful and work for you versus being told by someone how this role should be. So when people are unhappy within their roles, they are less productive, more resentful. It leads to lack of engagement and overall becomes an issue with retention. So how do you, as the employee, be responsible for some part of ensuring satisfaction is achieved here? Because it's not just up to the company, although they play a huge part for sure, but you are also responsible for making sure that things are going to work for you and create satisfaction for you while you occupy this role or when you're with this company. So the first step is to gain clarity and be honest with yourself and others about how you best work and how this can impact positively on the role that you would be entering. So what's your overall goal or mission within this position? Aligning this better will lead to stronger engagement, motivation, overall career satisfaction, and ultimately success. It truly will. There are studies out there that prove this. So if you need support in clarifying this and how to begin aligning all this, then make a request at work. Maybe it's not obvious that they have a professional development program or allowance available to you. So it's best to ask. And if this is not something already offered, then maybe it's something that you can help initiate. Because studies have shown that over 70% of individuals who receive coaching benefited from improved work performance, relationships, and more effective communication skills, while 86% of the companies feel that they recouped the investment that they made into coaching plus more. And this is a Forbes.com article where the Institute of Coaching did some research and recognized. So before you jump at the chance to take that next job, or that title, or just the title itself, because it's enticing enough, consider the true reason why. Why are you taking it? And how will it affect your happiness, your well-being, and success in the long run? You don't become a legend in your industry because of the title you held. You become a legend because of what you've done, the things you have left as a legacy for others to carry on, be inspired by, and continue to evolve. If you or anyone you know is looking to make change in your life, career, or business, please check out my programs at katherinemccourt.com under Work With Me. I also hold monthly workshops that include topics for business and purpose. Thank you for tuning in. New episodes drop each week. And I'd love your support on this mission to intrigue and help others bound fearlessly into their future. If you enjoy the show, please share a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform. How do you do this? Tap the three horizontal lines under the podcast cover image. In the pop-up menu, select Rate the Show. Tap the number of stars that you want to rate, then leave a comment. Hit save and you're done. Thanks so much and have a fantastic week. Fearless Future Podcast is made possible by platforms such as Buzzsprout and Riverside FM. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, Buzzsprout is a great place to start to host, promote, and begin tracking your podcast. They have a 360-degree service and a ton of videos to help you get set up, choose the right equipment, and how to monetize your podcast. Their customer service is the quickest and most reliable to keep you growing and never stall your creative output. It's a super easy platform to use and connect your podcast to all major platforms for listeners to find you. 
so ready to launch your podcast, go ahead and use the Buzzsprout link that I put in the show notes and receive a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid invoice. Riverside FM is my studio platform that allows me to schedule and invite guests into a professional and interactive studio. You can have one or multiple guests and it records separate tracks for ease in editing and creating clips. It's an intuitive platform that makes your videos look great and improves any sound quality, including sound effects. Follow the links in the show notes to review if these platforms can work for you. Want a secret for editing? Check out the Descript link that I put in the show notes. This is the easiest platform I've ever used to edit podcasts or any type of audio or video. So yes, you can upload video. You can get the transcript. And all you have to do is edit the transcript and you're done. Super easy. Check it out. All the best on your journey and have a fantastic week.